No, keep up the bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk about the Holly situation. <laughs> now, here are the facts. I don't know what Grant's no. been trying to tell don't you, but here's the facts. Don't believe his lies. <laughs> here's the facts. Nope. Holly texted me and said, I don't want to work on the podcast anymore because Grant's camera <laughs> movements make me sick. Well, you know what? She shouldn't have been complaining about that because she wasn't hired to mess with the video. <laughs> she said that this, this is a true fact. She said that uh, I think the kneel down episode is the only episode she listened to all the way through. I don't blame her. That's just one of the shortest episodes. Well, I, she, she said that before the episode was sent to her. I was like, yeah, Ian's on this episode doing kneel down. And she's like, oh, I might actually listen to this one. Yeah, well, I don't blame her. Great guest. Great guest. Are you ready? Yep. More like yep. great pest. Yes. Get that guy out of here. Put that guy back where he came from. Or so help me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Bonafide Tastemakers, Tasterinos, Taste Nation. Hey, kind of when you think about it, uh, that movie, Monsters Inc., kind of just a lot of famous people doing their voices also, because Billy Crystal oh, yeah. and John Goodman. Well, Pixar, I guess, kind of started that trend. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that that movie has a lot of monsters in it, just like Stranger Things. No, but we got to talk about that monster at some point. We, uh, look, hey, not. We I would rather on, watch a on. 90s hey. Pixar animation than the monster hold in on. the show. Now that, we're, now that we're in this episode, we do see Demogorgon, right? Yeah. Not a fan. He kind of looks like the Monsters, Inc. villain. Always not look like the Monsters, Inc. villain. The guy that runs the company? No, no, no. The um, Randall? Kind of looks like Randall. He does not look like a Randall. What are you talking about? It was like lizardy kind of. But Randall had like spines and stuff and could turn invisible. No, he does not look like a Randall. This is is insane. No, he, I'm this guy a has like a of Randall up as the episode art. You guys can sort of like decide. Yes, and Randall, Randall's has a mouth that opens. A big lizard is what yes, Randall looks like. Yes, he's a big lizard. He's just a big chameleon. Big lizard. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're the same. They're totally the same. Uh, I do wish they would rebrand Red Robin to be Big Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> this is another episode of Ginger <laughs> Rat and, and the, the Grid and. Go ahead. Um uh Holly said, Oh, I'm ready for it. Good. This is fucked up. We're gonna get we're getting our, we're getting Holly we're on it out. We're airing it out. Uh we're getting Holly on to talk about money playing. Yeah. Uh with Which coincidentally is in the air. It won't. I believe it is. You don't think it is? And and and, and, and you know what? There's money involved. Just like huh. this podcast. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about... Uh, um, well, we gotta. We gotta events. talk about it. We, we simply must. We simply must. I don't like this alien design. I don't like the... Really? No, not at all. Okay. I think the design... The little piece on the board looks so much cooler. I was hoping it was going to look like that. Like, like, add multiple tails and shit. And yes. Or, I thought it had multiple heads. Well, okay. I guess, it, I guess it's, yeah. Like, a multi-headed type of... A, a lizard type I of get almost. why they didn't make it look like that. But I don't like this. 
okay, what, what, how would you, what, what would you do different? Uh, Mr. Monster Designer. I don't really like Spore, his Spore head. aficionado, Grant Spore aficionado. Lambert. How would you design this monster? It kind of looks like a shitty Spore monster. <laughs> is what it looks like. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I don't like the way its face opens up. Okay. I don't like that. You don't like that? No. It I don't just, like how humanoid it is either. I wanted it to look more otherworldly. It feels almost like, how is it, Sea Cave? Uh, and for some reason, Ollie had put on uh, Prometheus on the, on the TV. That's crazy. And it's sort of like that first part of Prometheus. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, they have the, uh, it's it's like a tiny face hugger thing. Like yeah. Almost like that is what this reminds me of, is the way they f- flare open. Yeah. So, But you don't like that at all? You're not a big fan? Xenomorphs look way cooler than that. But they not a xenomorph. More... I'm saying the face hugger. With the way that the mouth opens. I've seen the first alien. <laughs> that that is what when you start talking about alien adjacent. They up, have I'm... a face hugger on the first time. Anyway, this, this is, is the yeah. little guy though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it still looks like an, a smaller version of an alien, though, I feel like. Or a xenomorph. No, you're never mind. This is, there, is there no. not a face hugger? I'm thinking of the chest burster. You think sure. a chest burster is what comes out after the face hugger? implants the egg in your face okay i might just need to see the face hugger again I'll, i can pull one up but okay. anyway no all i was gonna say is that the i think that the you know what I, you know what he actually looks like holy shit a halo hey, hey, elite put the gun down put the gun down <laughs> <laughs> listen to me great there's will byers over there <laughs> i'm trying not to jack off <laughs> fuck he looks like an elite from halo i don't put much halo you have to pull up a picture of both right. these things which one is it even from? I've only played Reach. That's there in all of them. Embarrassing on my end. <laughs> uh, they are the main main villain in all. Oh, of them. No, come on. <laughs> Literally, I know uh, what Grunt looks like. I don't know how you don't know what Elite looks like. Then that's kind of bizarre because they're the same. Because I played like multiplayer with my brothers. I didn't fucking play those games. You motherfucker. You could play uh, a. I'm good. Okay. Let's say you can play an Elite in multiplayer. I probably played as one. I just don't remember what they look like. Um, I'm trying to fucking. I'm can I be, can complain about Google for oh, a second. What you say? I was about to. Can I be honest? Maybe honest. I'm I'm upset that like now you can't open the image. Like there is no like if you click on image on an iPhone, there is no like open image and new tab. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. I just want to fucking be able to just just the image open, and not be. Well, you can sort of see it. So. Yeah. His mouth opens up in four directions. Yeah. I mean, this one also has eyes and shit on top, but that sort of reminds me of. Um, Anyway, I think I like the I like the Demogorgon. I wasn't a fan of it, but Halo. That's fine. But Halo. Halo, though. Halo, though. Halo, though. So is that new one that's going out that everyone's fucking pissed about? Is that just like a re like they're just kind of re releasing? No, it's not. It's no, it's a new game. I just think that is there a story? Yeah, there's a. I remember it being such a big deal when the other ones came out, basically, and then now. No, I mean, kind of- look. One, okay, here's my Halo takes. Let's hear it. One through three, good games. I think people like Reach too. Do you not like Reach? I think Reach has a good story. I mm. wasn't a fan of some of the changes they made to the gameplay. He hates jetpacks. I do actually. Yes, I. I really was not a fan of the jetpacks, and some they wow. just they made it play more like. Like, okay, so the first three Halos were very, like, classic FPS, where it's like you have a gun, mm-hmm. and then maybe you have grenades, mm-hmm. and then stuff you find out on the map, yes. whereas, like, Halo Reach got into, like, what is now the more default, like, oh, you have a loadout before you start, yes. and I just thought that was, I thought it made everything slower, so I wasn't a big fan of that, uh, but Reach does have a cool campaign, um, 
I feel like at least the loadout in Halo Reach, I mean, I remember it just being simpler than any, I didn't play much Call of Duty, but I feel like every time I got to that kind of screen on Call of Duty, I was like, I don't even know like half the stuff I'm doing on It's here. definitely, it's definitely more simplified than Call of Duty, but I still felt like, I don't know. It was, I mean, and I don't have context, so I just, I'm, it's interesting to hear from you. I literally, I remember playing Halo, it had to have been like two, I don't think three was out yet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I went to like a classmate's birthday party in third grade and yeah. i just hung out with their older brother and played halo the entire time well i'll just say the first the first three games are good reach is pretty good uh and then four onward is just garbage wow like and i don't even want to like they you know the original studio didn't stay yeah they gave their rights off and then they made destiny and i don't want to blame 343 because like they helped with reach and reach was pretty good mm-hmm. but like Dude, I don't know. The story got real confusing, and like Halo kind of always had. Well, an then Im- John Coulter played that character. Well, yes, that we all remember Lock, Lock, uh, Lock, Stock, Smoke, and Barrel. Um, and I don't know. It's just like that story's always been a little impenetrable. There's like a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I was like, a yeah, I read the Halo books. I like you got all of that sound. I'm trying to. I mean, I think I'm probably gonna try and get that out of there. But there is a railroad train track just Derailing grinding <laughs> on um, my house right now i just think that that became impenetrable and then like just absolutely i were derailing this show right now because <laughs> it's i i feel like i had to say something just in case you couldn't get it out because otherwise yeah. people would think they're having yeah. uh, something crazy some terrible accident like outside of their own silent home hill or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does sound a little bit like the silent hill soundtrack it like horror sound design um anyway yeah i know i think hey people aren't upset about the new halo they're all just kind of like hey this is gonna be bad and then it got delayed three times they're like now it's gonna be longer away and bad and they keep promising shit that they definitely won't be able to deliver on they're like it's gonna be like an you know massively multiplayer open yeah i open feel like halo. they're pushing the multiplayer stuff way harder than any i feel like so much of the rollout for the other halos because i'm always looking at it as something that i really don't have a ton mm-hmm. of i know a lot of gamers love that because it was such a big deal for the original xbox but like every other rollout for a halo game focused so much on the story that like the fact that there's been like nothing on the story this time is so interesting to me because even then, I know that like multiplayer is the real reason you're buying yeah. Halo for the most part. Anyway, it's just interesting that they haven't pushed it. I don't know, like at all, just because I feel like they don't even need to push the multiplayer aspect. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's like, the thing. I think usually you would you would show off the campaign a little bit more because it's like, oh, if people aren't you know interested in the campaign, this is the next step in the story or whatever. And then like, look, Halo multiplayer, is Halo multiplayer. It's you know, yeah, pretty consistently the same. Uh. But then, yeah, no, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, they really just keep talking about, like, it's a huge online. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, there's ga- games that are like that if I wanted to do that. Yeah, I think there's got to be a battle royale. And then right? they, they did just do a story trailer this past E3. Now I realize why they weren't trying to sell it. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, like, there's a new Cortana who's not Cortana so and there's bad. like Alexa. a fucking yeah it's Alexa <laughs> he, he shoves Alexa in his brain uh, Wait, he shoves it in his brain that's Cortana goes into a chip in his helmet that's crazy. that like has a neural implant um and then they're yeah they're like literally it starts out with just like what's it, it's chief going like what's going on here okay. and I'm like yeah me too <laughs> I also d- don't know 
So everyone though that tuned into the Geek Fest uh, streams. Knows yes, this. yes. We, uh, myself, and uh, one of our co-editors, Claire, uh, did actually the Microsoft a contributor. Uh, no, co-editor. Co-editor of something. Um, that's so ominous. Well, she owns owns five percent of the company. Yes, and that we're trying to figure know. out where to place her. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I don't want to give her a job that she doesn't want to do. But uh, currently, I believe she's co-editor of Gamer Drinks. Um, oh, oh! So that is that what you were telling the drink you were telling me about? Was that even on the mic or not? Was what the discussion of the Gamer Fuel Sonic? Oh, oh, Sonic? yeah, yeah. No, so the Gamer Fuel Sonic was something that I, I picked up for us that she and I were going to the gym and we got Gamer Fuel Sonic because also it's pre work. But is, it gonna, is that involved with Gamer Drinks at all? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, and we talked about, you know, as, as you as everybody watched, we also we sampled some Mountain Dew and some Monster on the okay, GeekFest stream. Nice, nice. So if you want to go back and watch the GeekFest stream of us talking about is that archive? Xbox, yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I think I need to get it up on the archive channel, but it is archive. I do have it. Um, so anyway. So we're missing some streams up on the archive channel. I'm glad we're getting a chance for me to really lay this out uh, publicly. Solomon said, well, whenever. I'm at the Bean. We'll buy coffee for the driver. Okay, so we'll just finish this. Uh, you can, and you can just pick whatever coffee you want, Danny, because yeah, yeah. I won't be drinking it. Yeah. Grant doesn't want to drink and drive coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jittery. <laughs> just <laughs> swerving in the lanes. <laughs> I'm very touchy on the brakes. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, look. We're look. Gonna, we're going to keep... I feel like this episode really just builds off last episode. Yes. We get, I think the most important thing well, in this episode is It starts things. with Steve. It starts with Steve. Singing old-time rock and roll. It is weird that he refers to Tom Cruise as that kid from Risky Business. Yes, but also, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I hate to give direction notes. <laughs> okay. Maybe he should have sang worse. I feel like he's saying that too well. Sure. Yes, I agree. I didn't buy it. Take those old records <laughs> yeah. shit. I wanted it to kind of sound like he didn't know the song he was singing. <laughs> anyway, this is why I'm not involved. I in gotta the show. pull up the a video for me. you uh, momentarily, but I was just say I I I know that he is I guess almost the same age as Tom Cruise. They're like he's like three years younger than Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in the context of Stranger Things, but it, it was just very strange to hear. Uh, people say look people like, say that kid from risky yeah. business i'm like it's he's not not really a kid he's yeah. like 24 in that movie right but anyway uh yeah so uh yes they nancy turns down watching risky business or the what was no it was another tom cruise movie um it was fuck i don't remember this is embarrassing it was Mission Impossible. No, um, it was not. It was not. <laughs> she Danny. she turns down uh, watching a Scientology video uh, to instead go hunt this a monster. Awesome video on Sea Org. It's <laughs> showing down at the Cineplex. Yeah, we're actually it's the Sea Orgplex now. Uh, oh my god! But so uh, they uh, ignore that to go um, hunt the. Demo Gorgon or whatever or whatever she I guess she hasn't called it that but yeah. you know the the monster uh and she somehow gets sucked into the upside down oh, jumping all the way to that well I was already jumping well I was just way. I just want to talk about yeah. that plot line that part was pretty cool I like I like what the upside down looks like yeah I thought I think maybe also I'm judging the alien kind of hard because I liked the general look of the upside down I, yeah 
the I think I think as you see more of that side of the upside down, I want to hear more of like your opinion because I somewhat spoiler that it, the Demogorgon is not the only being in the upside. Yeah, down. I had a feeling there were more things. So there's as as you see more of the upside down as you get further into the show. I want to know if you like the designs of it more or less because I mm-hmm. I can definitely see how you would look at that and be like, eh. Like, you know, it's okay, but it's not super crazy. But I thought, I think the actual, like, almost the simplicity of how the Upside Down looks really creepy is really Oh, nice. yeah. No, it, and I mean, I know they get a little more, I the little I know about the show, I know they kind of play into the whole, like, kind of Russian nuclear stuff yes. a little bit. It definitely feels like post-nuclear, like, meltdown places. Wait, did you see pictures or footage of it? it? Like almost, it looks like there's like crazy fungi growing everywhere. Yes, and it's like yes, glowing. Yes. You know what actually reminds me of? Did you play the Metro games? Nope. Okay. Well, I would say that the monster designs are vaguely similar to that. Okay. Now that I think, because you're talking about like Russian. Well, I remember. Cause... Well, this isn't exactly that, but to bring it even back to Geek Fest, there yes. was a trailer for a game that you said looked like Metro Stalker. Stalker. Yeah. And I was talking yes. to someone else about it. My friend who does game design. Uh, we were talking about the designs in that, and yeah. th- that kind of reminded me of stuff that I've seen associated with. Yeah, the show. And, and I would say yes, yes. I would. I think they're very similar. Stalker and Metro have uh, shared DNA. Some, the wow. people from Metro used to work on the old Stalker team. Okay, so, but I yes, I think is that Stalker that, a reboot. Yes, this is a okay. reboot of a 1999 game. For some reason, just now, I. I got you. I got you. Okay. There was, I was also mixing it up just now with that, the fear series, like F E A R. But I think that's another team. That's also like Eastern European game design team. Okay. So I think that makes sense. That might be why they're all floating in my brain. Um, but yeah, I think that I agree. I think that that sort of like post cold war, weird, like biohazard type stuff is Mm -hmm. definitely, uh, prominent in there. And then I will say also some Russian stuff. The, as you we get start speaking Russian all of a um, as we see more of what becomes of the Hawkins Laboratory stuff, mm-hmm. you also get some Goldeneye vibes, which I like. Okay, um, I haven't seen Goldeneye. Oh, really? Okay, nope. well, played it. We should watch Goldeneye. And not even, not even, not even for the podcast. Well, it's a good movie. This is the thing. We were talking about Thunderball. I was trying to watch them all in order at one point. Oh, and really? I got all the way through Connery. I started more and then I never, I kind of just dropped off it. But then I weirdly saw Skyfall in theaters. Skyfall's great. Yeah, Skyfall was awesome. I enjoyed I it. I really, I can, weird take. I've also seen Die Another Day, or at least the beginning of Die Another Day. Okay. Someone with the Ice Hotel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weird take. I think James Bond is a little bit like One Piece in that, hold on, oh, in that you should just have a guide of telling you which ones you should watch because some of them aren't worth watching. Actually, I also saw the George Lazenby one. That's my favorite. Oh, one. that's my favorite. That's one. your favorite one. Yes. Okay. He honestly, when I saw him, I'm like, this is the kind of guy that I do picture when I think of James Bond, even though he's not James yeah. Bond for most of it. That one was the most like what my image in my head of James huh. Bond was. Uh, but no, I think it's a little bit like that where you like, like if somebody's like, should I watch Moonraker? No, don't fucking watch it. I want to watch that one though. I mean, that one's funny, but like, I don't think it's a good movie. But yeah, but I also didn't expect most of them to be good movies when I started that. I just was watching it. Because it's just one of those series. Talking about here we go. So this is a perform is a college performance of Legally Blonde. This is what I want Steve to sing like. Yeah. 
I want to be worse than that. <laughs> I want to go to this end right here. It's kind of deep. Come on. There's a part of the you harm me. It's really fun. It's so much louder than like the backing track is. Yeah, it's like no wonder they can't stay yeah. in, in pitch. It's like. Yeah. That's that's sort of what I imagine. I wanted him to be like, just take those. Sorry, uh, just take those. Just just take those. He, like, <laughs> he was does like, a bit. Just, just take, take those. Just take <laughs> uh, she leaves. <laughs> she hits him with a baseball bat. Uh, I oh, know. I was I was hoping she goes. Actually, no. She pulls out a tuning fork. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take take take. She pulls take, a measure on. Mm, just take those old <laughs> records. Oh, okay, there we go. All yeah, right. Custom like cutting the records like very weird. <laughs> and then Max Rebo comes in. <laughs> oh, I take wish. those old. <laughs> no, I'll say it. Max Rebo looks better than the team of Gorgon. <laughs> I'm fucking saying. Ah! Max Rebo is more terrifying than the team of Gorgon. I would have fucking terrified him. She walked in there. If I saw went out the that little fucking blue elephant, but he's playing a seventh chord with no fingers, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? It would be awesome. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Now. I love that guy. Yeah, dude. We're going to get the uh, um, that Knights of the Old Republic band uh, where they all had dumb names. They were like Alonzo. Oh, sorry, dumb names in a Star Wars property? I got to find. Uh, anyway, long story short. To end that, I think that uh, that storyline, seeing the upside down, I think contextualizes a lot of things in this show, which is kind of cool. Like actually looking at it and not Mm -hmm. just being like, oh my God, Will is in the wall. Like you kind of get to see where he is, which is cool. And I know that we saw a second of it when Barb wakes up, but we just saw her in the pool. Yeah. Uh, We get uh, Steve Harbor, Steve Nash. Is his name Harbor? David Harbor? Why did he say Harbor. Steve, Steve Harbor? Steve Harbor. Steve Harbor. <laughs> That's honestly yeah. one of my... But I've been thinking of Steve Holt. Steve Harbor. <laughs> yeah, David Harbor shows up wearing his big big old hat. Well, you know, he wakes up. He's after the... Uh, he wakes up and they've bugged his house. We did that. That was in the last... That was in the first part of the episode, Danny. Was it? Yes. Was that before the yes. garage? Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> well, he, well, then I'll back up because then we need to talk about getting rid of Lonnie with the uh, uh, Joyce dis- yes. confronting yes, him yes, about. That happens first. Yes. Joyce confronting Lonnie about just using Will's death as a way to sue the quarry owners. Yes. And he's like, I'm trying to send Jonathan to school. Where does Jonathan want to go to school? Like, Anywhere he damn well pleases. Yeah. I don't know, man. Why you? We love NYU. <laughs> we love NYU. He actually, I think, goes to school with Scorsese at some point. <laughs> he gives him the idea for New York stories. Yeah, listen. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. And his and his career in, in photo is over. And now he's in moving pictures. Yeah, now he, he actually works at Photo Camp. <laughs> I guess. So. Jonathan Byers. That man went on to become Harvey Keitel. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be fucking the worst thing ever. Although it wouldn't work out timeline-wise. The no, 80s. but it would It'd be very funny. He meets Peter Bogdanovich. Hey, you're Jonathan Byers, right? 
There's some things played you need by, to talk about. Played by Danny Lamplu. Played by me doing my Peter Bogdanovich. Yeah, your perfect Peter Bogdanovich impression. Hey, listen. Maybe we can turn off your mixtape. Turn no, no, noises off. That's very cool. I have an idea. I pitched that idea once, and you know what? They all laughed. They all laughed. <laughs> Just like you with this podcast. Yeah, well. <laughs> they all laughed. Oh, boy. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? I'm just naming movies now. Damn, what's up, Doc? No, they're really good. You should add Bugs Bunny to your reel. <laughs> Where's your reel? Where's your reel I actually coming? came across it the other day when I was trying to clear space off of my computer. Oh, did you delete it? No, I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no, I got... And I'm, it, it's going to be extensive once it's done. Um, But there's some movies that I've been in that I can't find now. Like real, what? Real I was in an adaptation of... That one script bank script where someone strangles the other person with their hair. It's like a couple that fight. Twisted Rancor Trio was the name of the band I was trying to That's think of. From Star so Wars and Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I, I, God, I can't remember the name of all the, all the people. Hold on. <laughs> I'm glad you, you stopped me. <laughs> okay, Alinda... Uja, Uji, Lupa, Photo, and Ashana. The Twisted Rancor Trio. Now you may say that's more, but it's, see, it was, it's, it's a little bit it's like a, little a Hiroshima like a bit, situation. Well, thinking, they were coming in and out. I thought it was Ben Folds 5. Oh, it's like Ben the, Folds 5. Well, that was actually a trio that had five people. It was a trio that called themselves five people. This seems like it's a five-person group that yeah, called themselves Yeah, what about Ben trio? Folds fucks? I don't know if he does. If you listen to Ben Folds music, well, he definitely did that one time. He definitely did. He talks about it. She was a brick. And, yeah. Uh, he was drowning. Brick slowly. house. Yes. Oh, man. I wish I would love to hear his take on brick house. After his, uh, after, <laughs> after his take on bitches ain't shit, you know, I just said, yeah, 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 I just want to hear him have more takes on it. Yeah. Well, he needs to cover more. Uh, he needs to cover so much more music like that. Yeah. I need to hear Ben Folds say the N word more often. Does he say the N word in that song? He absolutely. That's said. hilarious. I was thinking about that the, the fact that he did that the other day. We'll just do that cover, and then I was like, wow. Yeah, he straight up definitely says the N word in that. There is this hilarious cover of um Damn. It's the Wu Tang song and the backing tracks. I'm not gonna say the name of that song. I just don't remember. Shame, shame on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Shame. So there is a cover of that song by like a 13 year old on YouTube where he covers the whole thing on acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and people in the comments are like you shouldn't be saying the N word. And then, <laughs> and then Wu-Tang re- re- retweeted it and they're like, yo, this slaps. <laughs> and, and everybody's like, okay, well I, I guess, I guess Wu-Tang gave him the N word pass. He's like 13 year old ginger kid playing acoustic guitar. <laughs> ridiculous i feel like i've shown all of my friends this video but have you seen the video of wu-tang clan backstage at bonnaroo no they're all being interviewed at once no that's really funny we're gonna watch that when we watch the frankie Muniz videos <laughs> okay. it is riz is like on acid <laughs> and he is going crazy the whole time ghostface is eating chips who's who's uh who's interviewing them i don't even remember it literally you, I don't know. We're gonna have to watch it. It's, it's okay. gotta be like a like pitchfork or fader or okay. something. I don't know. I was hoping it was like Nardwar. <laughs> no, it's not Nardwar. <laughs> it's crazy. Riz is on a different planet. Yeah. Um Jizza just leaves halfway through. He doesn't say a single thing the whole interview and just you can see him leave yeah. in the middle of it. It's great. Speaking of a different planet that's yeah. almost like 
what the upside down is like. Mm-hmm. And we also discover how all, all the flashbacks about how they discovered the upside down. Yes. Which actually, though, I never, you know what? I'll be honest. For, I always forget about that. The bath? Well, yeah. And when like she's spying on somebody and the first time she encounters the Demogorgon that she's like on the plane where she's spying on the Russian dude. Mm-hmm. And then it okay, so comes that was, into her. She was just watching someone in real time. I yes. Okay. So I think I think again this is one one of those things where like they don't need to explain it cuz their explanation up to this point has been real simple, but I think how it works is that she must somehow use like slingshot through the upside down to yeah. listen to other people. Okay. But that whenever she does that, she's kind of leaving herself open to the stuff in the upside down, which okay. sort of comes up in this later seasons. They still don't explain it, yeah. but that yes, it's sort of that she has some connection to that where that's how they discovered the Demogorgon was that she was in this mind scape and yeah. that it got in. So I thought that was interesting because I totally forgot about it, <laughs> but it's very cool. I like that sequence. Uh, I love a black void. Well, we're you and I are famous fans of the Black Void shot. Yes. Uh, usually it's, you know, I wish I had seen actually that scene so that I could have used it as a uh, as a reference as a reference because that was it was exactly the kind of stuff that I liked. That's said you a, just used my movie. For said I just used Danny's movie. Yes. Uh, I uh, I got a text from Brendan that is a, a brass knuckle with a dildo in the middle. Oh, no, come on. And it's called a knuckle up. It's on the box. It's good. Did you get it for you? Yeah. All right. It was ninety. Sure ninety dollars. <laughs> and I moaned like, like a, a bitch in the heat. Yeah. I shoved it up my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I went. It was, ginger. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a whimper. <laughs> I gotta talk to you about this. Okay. <laughs> Talk to you about something. All right, this, this is, is off mic. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's off mic. I don't think you'll hear this. Uh, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching soccer with my friends over Discord, mm. and uh, in the background, for some reason, on loop was Werewolves of London. <laughs> awesome song. And I was like, "Why is Werewolves of London on loop?" And one of them says, "Like, oh yeah, our other friend uh, John." Yeah, John hates this song. He always talks about how much he hates this song. So we put it at 1% underneath the soccer to see if he'd notice. And I wouldn't have noticed except that the soccer turned off and I just heard. (laughs) And I was like, weird. But so they've been trying to classically condition. Trader Joe's. (laughs) Trader Mix. They've been trying to classically condition John to like. uh, (laughs) Warren is Yvonne? Just 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 the song. song. Just the song Werewolves of London. He he might be a role in the. Uh, headless Thompson Gunner guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but but they try to classically condition him to like werewolves of London by playing it underneath soccer whenever they watch. Soccer. I kind of love that. And so I was watching uh two South Korean teams play with just the occasional, oh. <laughs> just barely coming through. Uh, a little bit like moaning like a bitch in heat. That song. <laughs> That's that's crazy. I'm glad your brain made the connection between yes, those well, two things. That's 
That's beautiful. Um, anyway, I would be fucking losing it every so often if I heard the. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of feeling like maybe you should be doing that to this podcast. Oh, I should just leave it barely audible. Well, that probably isn't good for copyright, so we probably won't do that. But no, if it's barely audible, what are they? They're not going to be able to detect that. What are they going to put it on Audible? What are they going to put it? They're going to charge two dollars for a fucking audio book. I'm actually going to have. I'm actually going to have Stephen Fry read the lyrics to <laughs> Werewolves of I London, and sell be, that as an audio book. Awesome. Yes, I'm a big fan of Stephen Fry. He's a fun dude. I don't actually like Stephen Fry that much. Stephen Fry is one step below Ricky Gervais in He's the. Like, Ricky oh no! I sorry. I know. I was. I was to say in obnoxiousness. Oh yeah. Like, well, aren't all British men kind of obnoxious? That's all British. I, I felt bad about saying that. Aren't all British a, men just shades of Ricky Gervais? Think about it. No, I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> I'll say something much broader and more general and rude. To <laughs> yeah. To all my, to all of our British listeners out there, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Tosser, tosser, you wanker. I'm sure they loved that. <laughs> you seen that? You seen that video of of uh, the the British guys drinking out in the back of the bar and they just hitting each other with chairs? No. <laughs> okay. That was awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll show that. We'll add that to the queue. I'm uh, sure fans are just begging us to drop this playlist already because that already this sounds playlist. awesome. I'll make a YouTube playlist. Uh, videos we've mentioned on this podcast <laughs> be pretty good, probably. Uh, yeah, and I'll just leave it on the Geek Space YouTube. You can check it out. Uh, so, uh, yes, we are discovering more about like how uh, they're sort of interacting with the upside down through L's powers, and of course. While this is happening concurrently, these flashbacks, they're also walking to what they think is the uh, passageway to the Upside Down by yes. using the um, compasses. The compasses, But then they're like, oh shit, we're walking in circles. Oh shit, we're walking in circles. We've already been here. What's happening? Oh shit, we're walking in circles. We're still walking in circles. And then they find out that Elle has been manipulating the compass because she's worried about them. Yes. And then, you know, Lucas gets in a fight with... Uh, um, Mike, Mike, and L force pushes him into yes, and do it and knocks him out, give yeah. him a cold, fucking cold concussion, dude. Now speak on that as a resident that, con- oh, concussion I, expert. Hey, it made me cringe. Now, really, does it? Yeah, is it hard for you to watch people like experience? It's not funny to see people head. get knocked out anymore. Interesting. You seen that Bud Light ad where the guys play rock paper scissors over the uh, the beer and the guy just throws the rock at his head and no. the other guy's head. I would imagine that would be basically a, a horror film for you. I mean, <laughs> the thirty-second Bud Light spot. I mean, like I, I would say, like it's not like if something is funny and there is like a knockout that doesn't bother me, but like the idea of like, haha, Looney Tunes, I'm gonna hit you in the back, like or like, oh, so you can't even watch cartoons? No, you, like I that? mean cartoon. You know what did it to me? Fucking Three Stooges. There's a bit where they smack him in the back of the <laughs> I would head with a that is straight up horror for with, you. <laughs> with with a board with lumber, and that happened to me at one point, and I was like, I can't watch that. That's not funny to me. Uh, wow. So I just got a text. Can I possibly run my shittiest hot take ever by you? Now, yeah, I feel like we got to hear this yes. live on the pod, right? Um. Can we say who it is, or do we want to withhold information? I'm going to withhold information. Can I anonymously repeat it on my podcast? (laughs) I will wait for the answer. Um, You, well, I hate hate to get us off track again. Okay. What do you feel like is personally your shittiest hot take? Here's the thing. I get frustrated by this. 
she says oh for fucking sure cool uh uh i get frustrated by this because sometimes and listener if you've been following me in grant's podcasting <laughs> escapades you you will know this because sometimes i will say something i think is the most <laughs> non-take and grant will act like i shot someone in front of him just uh only three weeks ago i guess i said tom jones was cool uh, and Grant nearly crucified <laughs> that, me for no, it. That's insane, though, that you would say he's cool. That's, that's just what I'm so saying. crazy to I me. Was, I didn't even say he's, like, hot or, like, a sex icon or anything. I just said, oh, yeah, Tom Jones is cool. And you're like, no, he's fucking I not. I think I would say he's more of a sex icon than he is cool. I don't think he's cool. Okay. Okay. See, this is what I'm saying. I did, it's not even... This is, I feel like saying anything is but I'm not trying to even sp- cool I- is the most lukewarm take. It's literally cool. It's fucking cold. It's a cold take no matter what. It is. Oh, yeah, something is cool. And then you're like, that's disgusting. How dare you fucking say that? You're right. <laughs> is, I can't be like, this isn't a time where I can be like, well, you're taking me out of context. No, because this literally did. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. You, you yeah. feel so impassioned about something I will say offhand that you'll hold my fucking feet to it for weeks for well, no reason. It, you love that, though. You kind of love that. <laughs> yes. I don't get tired of it at all. Daniel loves it. He's smiling so <laughs> bigger. This is the biggest smile. Anyway, actually, Daniel was telling me that he thinks people should just smile more. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't even get his own. <laughs> Well, this tangent. Uh, actually, yes. No, uh, and Holly, uh, I did fire her. <laughs> oh, no! The truth comes out. And it's so out. Grant's this, always right. This is a, the um, Jinx-style reveal. He didn't even know the mic was hot. The uh, Jinx. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what is what? Did you have a shittiest hot take in mind? For mine personally? You were asking me. I didn't know if you had one. I don't have one, like, ready to go. I mean, like, I have some takes that people for sure hate. But there's some some of them are more specific. I'm trying to think of the most general, like yeah, even I, one where I'm like, well, this is stupid that I think this, but I do think this. Because like, I'll, like okay, so like one that I know that you, uh, and everybody else who, okay, you know what? I will say generally, any take I have, I don't even take anything I like in music is immediately considered bad by no, you and Solomon. I, and Eric. I do not consider it bad. I do not consider it bad. I think you just have different tastes than me, Solomon and Eric. Well, I specifically think of back to uh, our our uh, our but now predecessor. I you're po- the kind of person who thinks Tom Jones is cool. So our predecessor <laughs> podcast, Worldwide Water, yes. uh, where well, I don't Worldwide Water, the predecessor. Yes. Uh, well, wow. it's on your end. Uh, you know the lineage. Yes, uh, I rewatched some of that episode too. Well, I I don't know. They have clips of us talking about. Uh, I mean, the classic. Is so it must have gotten classic. cut. It must have gotten cut from the episode because I think what Eric said was it was too it was earnest. Too, it was too earnest. Well, it, well, I guess I never did get technically released, but we do have it still. We still yes. have the recording. Was me talking about my favorite Tower of the Creator albums? Well, I don't know if we actually did because uh, uh, we. I remember we went on a long diatribe about Kanye at some point, but oh, okay. Um, that I my Tyler rankings were that I think I put Wolf at number one, mm-hmm. and everybody was like okay and then i put goblin at number two and that people think that i like that the fact that i like goblin is disgusting well it's not that it's that you love that album because you hate women <laughs> well i did i've said that uh we left that part in the holy episode. shit okay so this is a bad take <laughs> wow it elicited a real holy shit and danny's eyes widened a little bit Okay, so I don't. I just want to say I don't co-sign anything here, because <laughs> I also can't say I understand the perspective. 
So as someone who has pretty terrible body dysmorphia as a curvy woman in society, life experience that doesn't slash life experience, sorry, that does not generally consider me attractive in any way or shape or form. Most of the time, simply because I have untoned fat placed on my body. When I see friends who have actual model bodies, not even like gym rats, just people who are naturally slender and are societally quote unquote fuckable and ideal post about having full body dysmorphia, it pisses me off. Okay. This reminds me of I get where that person's coming from. Yes. Okay. I do I I guess I I Because I had a friend complain about stuff like that. On, well, I mean, I definitely have body dysmorphia and sure, yeah. Really. And it's the same kind of stuff they're talking about. It's like just I don't know. I don't have like great metabolism, so like, and I also eat fuck. I make terrible eating decisions, and yes, I binge eat a lot. Absolutely. So that's I'm definitely the yes, reason why <laughs> I. Yeah, no, look, yes, I do. <laughs> I, look, don't worry, I do too. I showed up to Grant's house and two chicken bakes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I ate a pobo that day. You showed up with him, and I still ate a whole chicken bake. <laughs> uh, no, I get it. I mean, but, I, and I had a freaking plane though about being like Hayden, how skinny they were. I'm like. I want to fucking strangle you. I literally was like, I cannot relate with anything you are saying That's, at all. Right? But, I know if I know you're feeling it. Well, but yeah, I no. I, so the thing is, like, it's it's one of those things where a little bit like my takes. Honestly, it's a little bit of like, yeah. Well, look, I think the fact that you think that is fucking insane. I'm not saying you can't think that. You're totally allowed to. Yeah. But also, it kind of drives me crazy that you think that way. Like, but also, I feel like they would say the same about other people. Like, you know and their body is more fear or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was going to say, this reminds me when I was, so I was uh, with Brendan this past weekend mm-hmm. and he was playing drums for a, a singer. Yeah. Who is, who did a, first of all, disgusting mashup of all about that bass with, I like big butts, uh, <laughs> which if you, you needed she did the rap, she did the rap. That's yeah. Crazy. Shake your head, shake your head. It's appropriate. That's- I kind of got like a headache a little bit. Yeah. Seriously, you described that. <laughs> and she, I feel like I got like a pain behind my and right And she eye. is like the like quintessential like skinny. Uh, I saw the post about the show. <laughs> I saw a oh, post about oh, it. Oh, but so did you see her? Yes. I saw so her. imagine <laughs> that person singing, oh, That's why I got the men don't pain. like me because I'm big. And I was like, you are like. Five three and eighty pounds. Like, what are you on? I don't know. I feel like that song has been used in so many commercials and things that I think a lot of people forget that that's even like kind of what the point of that song even is. When you only are hearing yes. like the chorus and stuff, because my parents sing that song all the time, but I don't think they even realize that that's but, what that song. But, is but you would think that, <laughs> except the fact that she that's kind did of an Porky open- Pig just walked in front of my. That's what you would think. Except that she did a spoken preamble where she explained why she was mixing those two songs. That's awful. I hate that. And you're just I hate that more than any of your takes that you've ever had, Danny. I'll (laughs) say that much. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a take because she didn't even think about it. I know. Well, I would have done a double take. (laughs) I did. I went. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Tongue rolls out. (laughs) Um Anyway, no, I mean that's I think that's not the craziest hot take. It's no. one of those things where I think that you know you can like you can you can understand somebody else having a problem and then hate the fact that they think that way because then it reflects on the way you think. Yes, yes. So yes. I think that's a uh, I don't know. I don't think that's that crazy. I think it's a better take maybe than me liking Goblin. <laughs> well, 
you're not even going to agree with what my hot take is. Go ahead. Just, the one that I was thinking of in my head was the other day I was saying on the Kendrick Lamar album, Good Kim at City, the best song is Poetic Justice featuring Drake. And I get why people would feel otherwise, but in my opinion, I feel I like... it's crazy. And it's not crazy. I just know that there are so many songs on that album. People are like, it's a fucking concept album. And that song, I mean, you could argue is kind of almost completely outside of all of that. Yeah. But I think... I don't know. His verse is still super related to all the themes of the album. Sure. It just doesn't operate within the concept of it's, that album. It's not album strictly quote, quote, within the story. I don't even really... I don't know. I never even really feel like I... I don't know, the older I get, the less I'm super like fucking concept albums are crazy, man. Well, I, you know, I, that, I have a weird relationship to that album because I feel like I heard songs from that album well without like the well, same narrative. Same. Like, you know, we all heard like drink, like you know, yeah, swimming pools, yeah, and swimming pools. Like, yeah, I can remember. I think that might be the subtitle, possibly. Yeah, but I was like, uh, you know, we heard that on the radio and shit. So I, yeah. I or Mad City, I know, gets yeah. like super. It's like been memed at this point. Yeah, so, so I like context. I Back heard several. Too. I guess singles you would call them from that album before I even realized it was part of a concept album. Yeah. So I, when I heard it as a concept album, I was like, oh, this makes more sense, but I'm not glued to that. I don't care. Where I'm coming from is just that it's definitely probably the most pop forward song. So I feel like a lot of people just kind of instantly shit on it. But like, I don't know. I just feel like the fact that he made a song that was that poppy, but still at least his part was able to completely Mm -hmm. still relate to all of his themes. I don't know. I just find I thought that was super impressive, but everyone for the most part disagreed. And then we went track by track. And then some people were kind of like, you know what? I kind of see where you're at coming from. But I don't know. Tell me. Tell me who did it to you. Tell me who was arguing no, with you. I'm not going to do it. Well, Clark it fucking, I gave Clark a bunch of my uh, TD take top dog entertainment takes and uh, he fucking hated all of them. Oh, you know what? You know what? One we should mention is that I like Glenn Miller and that drives Ford crazy. That drives Ford crazy. But that's you, Ford. That motherfucker. He, fucking, <laughs> he he likes to shit on some things, and then like he just listens to fucking just like twelve minute just jazz jam sessions and stuff. And he's one of those people that literally he's literally unironically said they don't make music like this anymore. <laughs> or remember when they used to make real music? We Eric and I were fucking clowning on him because he was showing us a Billy. Maybe it wasn't Billy Preston. It might have been Bobby Womack. Okay, uh, Bobby Womack cover and. We said something like that. He's like, "Yeah, for real." <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> "We spent the whole rest of the night planning him. I planned him about it like every time I see him, basically." Now, <laughs> that's why. Hey, that's why. That's why actually, me and Lee get along so well is because I feel like me and Lee have always been bullied for our takes, and so <laughs> <laughs> Lee doesn't have bad takes though. Well, maybe it's just me then. <laughs> well, I you just have such a specific type of music that you like, and the worst part though. I feel like it comes off maybe mean when I, the thing is I like all the music that you, or at least at one point have liked all the music pretty much that you like. And then you said, no, I outgrew that. <laughs> the thing is I did outgrow it. Now I can't, it it just makes me cringe when I think about the older version or the younger version saying, to be listening to that. When music. you say I have a specific taste, I should say, I think I actually have a pretty broad taste in musical genres. I think that no, somehow yes. what always happens is I will listen to an artist that everybody else likes, but then their least popular album will be like my favorite work i just feel like you walked out of a time machine sometimes sometimes <laughs> from, from the, from the like mid-2000s that. i feel like like when you were telling me well i mean everyone was talking about lazaretto i had never felt crazier maybe than when you told me that in your kitchen because i don't remember ever having a conversation that was the first time i'd ever had a conversation about that album. i mean i i think it was also regional i was living in atlanta at the time so i think I, that I was sense. look look i'm just saying <laughs> Sometimes I just feel stunned when we when we discuss music <laughs> stuff because something gets said that I just have never even considered. 
Well, I, I just, I mean, like I said, like I, like, I just think that I always, it's like the kid who bought a Nintendo, but the game he got with it was like Utonic Trouble. I mean, you're talking to the guy who got a Game Boy and then his game that he bought was Toy Story Racing. <laughs> but that game is sick. No, it's not sick. I like that game. When your brother gets Pokemon Crystal and you got Toy okay, Story Racing, fair. you feel like a fucking idiot. But, but the, yeah, so then when people are like, yeah, yeah, you like Tyler. How do you feel about, like, Flower Boy? And I'm like, eh, it's okay. Oh, yeah, what do you like, Goblin? It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you suck, right? Like, that's, that's ge- people's general Tyler reaction. Fans, there's a whole new wave of fans for him now that, I but I like, didn't even like him. I didn't even like him when that album came out. This thing is, I first listened to Goblin in like 2016, so it makes Danny, zero sense. You're for right. Me. I don't get you, man. I don't I get don't me get either. <laughs> Grant, I wish I understood. <laughs> I fucking wish I understood my tastes. Sometimes I feel confused about myself, but then sometimes I hear you talking like, "Well, you know, I don't have to deal with some of the things that Danny's dealing with." The other day I was running and I was just listening to fucking surf rock the whole time. Surf rock's awesome. Yeah. Also, finally, we did finish it. The Sound S Surf Rock album will be oh, coming really? out at some point. Good. Yes. I, well, I've been having all those computer issues, but now I got a computer that I can record music on again. Nice. So, yeah, I was. I was listening. So I'm just waiting for this multicultural uh, ruckus. King of surf rock, greatest hits of Dick Tale. Dick Tale's amazing. Yeah, I love awesome. Dick Tale. But uh. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess start finish off the last plot line of this episode so we can go pick up Solomon. Uh Hopper shows up to Joyce's. Yeah, and Hopper big old hat. Yeah, he's Pharrell style. And and two people he gone, sings fronting. Yes, he sings fronting. Uh, That's awesome. And then he does the Whenever happy Ryder dance. does the Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just the happy dance. Whenever he does the Jay Z verse. Um no, so he's woken up after being uh caught in the and facility. We will say he is woke. No, we already that was the first time. No, but I, let me can I finish No. No, you can't. I refuse to let you. Two people have gone missing that uh, had gone missing that the John Reynolds mm-hmm. and whatever came to uh, tell him that. Yeah. And then so he goes to go see Joyce and tells Joyce after she argues with Lonnie, kicks him out about yes, the, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the insurance thing or sorry, the, the lawsuit that actually he did go to the morgue and the body was not her sons. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to get to Grant. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Jonathan and Nancy are hanging out in the woods. <clears throat> and it's sexy. No, it's not. No, we were talking about that. Nancy went to the upside down. But that's but you, you skipped to the end. I wanted to talk about when oh. they were doing target oh, practice. Oh, so yeah. We were watching, I was watching those scenes and like I was kind of getting annoyed by the way they were writing those scenes. But then it would cut out just at the point where I would have been like, this is unbearable. So I, w- I wanted to credit the show. I think the show does a very good job of not spending it kind of is to your point about the explanation thing they're it's good at not spending way too long on something that does not need yes or they just don't want to get out of a story because then they went back to the woods and they had another conversation where i was like man i'm about to fucking be done with these dumbass teens walking around yeah. the forest and, but i appreciated that she called jonathan on his dumbass terrible fucking reason or excuse for yeah. taking your picture i was like when he said that i'm like man i cannot believe the show thinks it's going to get away with it. And thankfully, Nancy was like, that that's so full of shit. Yeah. Shit. Dude, I, I totally, that. I actually forgot about that conversation where she's like, you did not take a picture of me because you thought whatever. And yeah. I was like, I forgot that she actually called him on that. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I appreciated that. But then he kind of just ended up turning back around on her about the things she said about her, her parents, which I guess 
he was right, but at the same time, I'm just like, I just feel like I'm ready for this to move past this aspect of it. Because it just feels like they're trying to get them together. And I don't want them to be together. They, I don't like these teams. Just wait till you see Brett Gelman. I, oh, so he's the one, he makes them fuck? He makes the two of them fuck? That's awful. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah. That's that's a season two moment. Well, I knew I knew that that happens because of uh because we talked about it. It's been it. discussed so much yeah. on Space Pod. It's kind of a running. Well, gag. it was that was the after show. That was the after. Well, show. no, it, I rewatched the Worldwide Water reunion episode, and it comes oh, up there dude, too. That's right. You throw up a picture of Brett Gelman. Well, uh, yeah. So that's I was really watching the hits this week. <laughs> yeah, Grant Grant really missed me the one week I was gone. He's like, I gotta. I gotta watch this episode that yeah. Danny wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch this episode that Danny didn't I didn't even, watch all didn't that one. I, just, for. I actually skipped around just to see all the clips that you put in because you did such a good job putting all the clips in. And I wanted to pay my respects, listen to the clips of my show. Yes, listen to the clips of my own show that somebody else edited. Yes. The well, I was like, I can't believe you did it. I really just can't believe you did that. It was, it was, you did a lot of work that I feel like you really. I wasn't expecting you to do when we kept saying roll the clip, and uh, I appreciate that you did. So if well, I hadn't already a, said it on record, I do appreciate. Some might you doing say it was a good bit. I wish we could have picked up like <laughs> that bird noise in the background. Uh, trying to think, there's anything else really that happens in this episode. I mean, we get basically L runs off. So does Lucas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything else happens. There's no other storyline. So yeah. It's pretty much it. I mean, Hopper takes all the lights, he unscrews them all. Oh, yeah, they would see if there's a bug. Yeah. Um, and I think we sort of well, oh, and then I guess it does it end on the people in the lab listening to the like the kids talking about hearing Will Byers on the ham radio. No, that's earlier in the episode. Is that earlier? Okay. Yeah. I can't remember exactly where that one I don't know if that's I guess in it the ends first in half. The, it ends in the junkyard, I guess. Yeah. The last thing we see at the Hawkins scene is just a flashback to the bath. Okay. Which yeah. is a similar kind of they're just listening in on yeah. something. But I wanted to say one last thing about that section about the bath. I thought it was really cool that you think it's just like a void and then it ends up like having the water on the ground doing all the cool ripples. That that's just awesome. Yeah, I I you know what, because it's interesting they're talking about like it's it's an isolation tank. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was an interesting way to represent an isolation tank is that basically it's a void that just is a little bit wet. Yes. It's kind of cool. Okay. I think that's it then. All right. Cool. <clears throat> Excited to see the other things in the upside down. I hope I'm not as critical of them. I think I just, when I saw that demon going piece at the beginning of the show, I'm like, oh, bro, if we're getting something that we're looks like, like that, that's yeah, awesome. It's like very high medieval. <laughs> They, they they could have found a way. They could have found a way to do it. I just wish it looked interesting. I don't think it even looks inter- it looks anonymous. Is the my problem with it really? I feel okay, like it looks well, pretty I'm gonna boring. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. I don't think you're going to like some of the later designs. All right. Well, we'll they see. Feel, we'll see. We'll anonymous. see. Okay. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Junior Rad and the Gridhead here on Bonafide Taser. We'd like to say thank our sponsor Anchor, uh, who is sponsoring our episodes. Yes, we're so sponsored. Got into a slight Twitter exchange with this week. But you got uh, into a Twitter exchange with them? Maybe. Um, Over what? I would just like them to add the feature to allow us to not over-record. It's a whole thing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it later. Right. But just that every, whenever we record a well, new we anchor them, ad, we that, uh, whenever uh, we record yeah. a new anchor ad, it replaces the old one. That's, oh, that's a frustrating thing. But but we do still love them. and, and uh, They are a sponsor. They are a sponsor, and, and we use them, and uh, they're great. 
uh, bear the reason this podcast exists because I'm not going to figure out how to use other podcasting hosting services. I don't, I don't fucking understand them. As I've said before, I was just uploading more water to Bandcamp. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, I was I, uploading Swen to YouTube. So and I, yeah, I wasn't going to go out of my way to learn that. So I'm glad they set Absolutely. up uh, all the feeds and stuff. For you. Uh, trying to think of any other cool shit uh, that's happening. I guess I should say I'm moving. <laughs> and he's moving, which I believe we have talked about it. Yeah, vaguely, but by the time I think this podcast goes up, I will be, like, driving across country. So that's cool. Are you going to do any dispatches from the road? Dispatches from elsewhere? Mm, Yeah, maybe. It would be be funny, I thought, uh, if I did record an episode of the podcast where I'm just, like, sitting... Like at the edge of the Grand Canyon. That'd be good. I'm maybe indiscriminate eats across America. Ooh, I haven't thought about indiscriminate. Yeah, I should do indiscriminate eats while I'm it's going all across in your America. Car. Well, I have all. I'm you know, staying with friends most of the way, so I'll just like come on, Dan. We'll hit up. That's we, perfect, Grant. Well, you know when I come back in two weeks, you know, we gotta go. Hit, we gotta go to the Pizza uh, Man. We do have to go to Pizza Man. We should go to Pizza Man. That would be awesome. All right, but where'd you want to go? What were you about to say? I was gonna say we need to get. I'll do this with uh probably with Solomon or William as we have to go to um oh man what's the uh brown derby the brown derby pizza oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I haven't had it before you have yeah it's not that good oh i haven't had it it's fine i mean i've despite despite the fable behind it i've never had it so. why well, yeah i've had it and i had the the fake second store the the mothership pizza Dude, that's how I knew it was the same. I was like, okay, I've had this before. Dude, there was a huge post about it on the New Orleans subreddit. That's funny. Somebody did like a like like giant text about like being pissed about Brooklyn Calzones, Mothership Pizza, yeah. and Brown Derby all being oh, the same wings, place too. Oh, in Total Wings, yeah, whatever. And Something I was bad. like, I don't know what you wanted. It was a five dollar calzone. <laughs> like, yeah, also, this is like, have you not just like googled ghost kitchens this happens like yeah. in every single city i mean don't be wrong it kind of it's annoying that that happened but also like it was like three in the morning it's even if you wanted to go to another calzone place there isn't one yeah so sorry mm. but for anybody who's hey, everybody's wondering mothership pizza brooklyn calzones total wings are all just inside of the brown derby store so same thing <laughs> we should go to pizza man though we I should t- tell me the wow pizza Mm, no. It's a pizza that has artichoke hearts, crab meat. I think it has like an olive oil base. It's fucking awesome. Okay. It's my, well, fuck, we will, it's my fucking shit right We will there. definitely do that. And they got a, a jukebox. Nice. I sent you pictures of the boxes, right? Yes, you did send yeah. me pictures of the boxes. Boxes, oh, I mean, it's beautiful. I, I've never met the person who does the art on those uh, Pizza Man boxes. And just so everyone knows, I don't think I ever talked about it on the podcast. Pizza Man's a restaurant. Uh, there's a little character named Pizza Man who appears. There's someone, there was someone who would come in all the time, and they would draw this character on a pizza box and uh, tons of different weird settings. There's like one of him doing the scene from The Graduate. Uh, there's one of him with a rendering of Puff the Magic Dragon. There's one with him with Elvis. Some of him on a. Uh, I think there might be one with him and Ray Charles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> singing, that's so cool! Like pizza on my mind or something. <laughs> 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 it's like, level of humor in these but it's it's awesome i've been going at my it first really birth- shaped your entire sense of humor, my first huh? birthday was at pizza man like when i was first? one years old yeah my parents have been going there and we had the same waitress basically since i was a kid and she just actually left i think like this past month wow that's awesome I'm excited to awesome. take a deep dive it's into Grant's childhood. It's also so dimly lit in there. <laughs> it's like one of the most dimly lit restaurants I've ever so, been so, in. So what you're telling me is that when I show up with a camera, they're not going to say fucking anything. They're like, oh, it's Grant. 
I'm not saying that. I don't know if they. I don't know. Okay. Because we'll now, see. now I lost my my uh, my in. Oh, you lost. But they, the other people there have never seen you before. They wouldn't know. I mean, there's not. It's not like I talked to everyone. We just there was like basically one waiter or waitress for the entire restaurant at a time. I remember the other person, but uh, there were there were two waiters that we had growing up, and one of them I think left a long time ago. But I did tell you that I had. I, I think I've told you there's a big window where you can watch them make the pizza. Yeah, it just looks in, so you can film. Is the, it is it like a glass or is it like glass, just yeah. okay? I was hoping it was like one of those things where you just see the like you see through the other side of like a brick wall. <laughs> it's a fucking people. <laughs> well, <yeah>, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like when they had the big brick like archway. Oh yeah, and no. you can sort of see <laughs> it's through there. Like the fucking animal. That would be really it's, funny. It's just a glass. <laughs> Is like a little step <laughs> step area where kids can step up and peer over the edge and just a big glass window. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they'll throw the dough at the glass and scare the kids. And they and, and do they really do that? Yes, they That's do the dough all the time. Great. I was a kid. It was awesome. I understand why you like this place. Anymore, but they definitely did it to us when we were young. That's awesome. It was super cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, we gotta go. I've never gotten to throw a pizza. Throw, it, it made me want to throw a pizza when I was younger. Never like I the- dude, we gotta put the lens of the camera up to the glass and have them throw it at the camera. Right, they'd probably do it. If they still throw it at the Oh fuck the yes. yeah. All right. This is I'm talking about high production quality episode of Indiscriminate Eats. Yeah, we'll get that done. We'll get that done. I, w- I wish Jenny was still working there. And then she would have uh, been a great person to, to talk with. And then look, it. well maybe I think we're maybe gonna have some stuff uh where I'll be back in uh December. Yes, possibly. A certain uh Certain peak. Yeah, Mr. Peak is coming Mr. to town. Peak. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.